What is up, restaurant world? Welcome to The Tip Share, where we dive deep into the labyrinth of all things restaurant, open up conversations with owners, operators, vendors, and industry experts to explore everything that's happening within the industry and its current climate. Sit back, grab your shift drink, and let's share our tips. Welcome back to another episode of The Tip Share. Thanks for joining us. This week, we're going to be talking about the top nine restaurant accounting terms that you need to know. Right off the bat at number one is cost of goods sold, COGS for short. COGS is the cost of food and beverage products that your restaurant sells. It is often the largest expense on a profit and loss statement. Since your goods pertain to your food and beverage inventory, cost of goods for a restaurant is determined with the following equation. Your opening inventory plus your purchases minus your credits minus your ending inventory all divided by sales. Cost of goods sold is important to know because making a profit is the most important goal for any restaurant owner or manager. Knowing where your COGS are in relation to your revenue helps you control these costs. Additionally, it ensures you are putting the most to your bottom line. Understanding this is critically important to running a profitable restaurant. Moving right along, we have operational payroll. Operational payroll is the facet of payroll that operators have the most control over. The areas of payroll that this accounts for are all hourly and tipped positions that make up the front of house and the back of house employees. Restaurants are among the most labor intensive industries and labor is one of the largest line items on your profit and loss statement. Keeping control of labor expenses can be one of the best ways to increase profit and contribute to the success of your business. Adjusting weekly schedules, proactively regulating the clock ins and clock outs, how many employees you have on the clock compared to daily sales are all critical tasks tied to achieving your financial goals. Next is gross profit after prime costs, GPPC for short. Gross profit after prime costs is the profit your restaurant makes after deducting the costs associated with making and selling your food and beverages, i.e. labor and those cost of goods we talked about earlier. Gross profit will appear on your restaurant's income statement and can be calculated with this formula. Your revenue minus your cost of goods sold minus the total labor. Gross profit after prime costs is important to know because it is a starting point towards achieving a healthy bottom line net profit. When you have a high gross profit margin, you're in a better position to have a strong operating profit margin and strong net income. For a newer restaurant, the higher your gross profit margin, the faster you'll reach the break-even point and begin earning profits from basic business activities. The ideal percentage of GPPC will vary depending on specifics to your restaurant, but a good rule of thumb would be for your GPPC to be at 35% or higher. Also having a higher GPPC ensures that you will have enough revenue to cover the fixed and semi-variable costs involved with operating your business. Next on our list is net operating income, NOI for short. Net operating income is the profitability or loss after factoring in your revenue minus your expenses. Revenue may not solely be food or beverage sales, but can include catering, room rentals, merchandise, and more. In the same sense, expenses are more than just cost of goods and paying your people. 
supplies, rent, utilities, advertising, and more. These will all be deducted from your revenue to arrive at your NOI. Your NOI can be calculated with the following formula, gross operating income minus gross operating expenses, and you'll arrive at that net operating income. NOI is the best way to grade your operational financial health. Knowing where you're at with your NOI is valuable for more than just profitability. It shows the strengths and sustainability of your brand. You can use this to evaluate your potential for future growth. A healthy NOI can be used to leverage decisions to reduce debt or reinvest in your business. At number five, we have accounts receivable. In the simplest of terms, accounts receivable is money owed to a company by its debtors. An example of this would be wholesale accounts or house accounts. Why this is important to know? Accounts receivable is an important factor in a company's working capital, as this is an asset. This dollar value will directly affect the overall bottom line of the business, those assets versus liabilities. Companies can use their receivables as collateral for borrowing money. Therefore, keeping your accounts receivable balance reconciled should always be a best practice. Also, holding your debtors accountable for payment terms should be non-negotiable. At number six, we have accounts payable. Accounts payable are amounts for items or services that have not yet been paid. They live on the balance sheet and are the sum of money owed at a future date. These can include amounts owed to vendors, tax agencies, credit cards, or loan lenders. It's important to understand that revenues of the business need to cover both the expenses and the payables that the business owes. When reviewing your break-even analysis, Factor in payments that will be made on debt so you have an accurate goal for your weekly sales. Keep an eye out on your balance sheet for any negative payables as this will signify an inaccuracy in the financials. At number seven is assets. This is what you own. An asset is a resource owned by a company that has future economic value and can be measured and expressed in dollars. Assets are things that include your petty cash, inventory, your kitchen equipment, computers, furniture, and any other large purchases that add value to your business. Assets are typically listed on your balance sheet at cost or lower. It is important to understand your asset status because assets lose value over time and can affect your cash position when you need to replace them. Because they live on the balance sheet, profitability won't be affected, but your cash flow will be. If you were to ever sell your business, you'd try to get the highest amount of value for those assets that you own. At number eight is liabilities. Liability is money that you owe or have retained for a future sale that will later be expensed or redeemed within the restaurant. Restaurant liabilities live on your balance sheet and don't directly impact your financial statement until the expense is paid, which in turn reduces the liability owed. Examples of liabilities in restaurants can include payables, credit card tips owed, payroll taxes, and amounts received in advance for future sales, including gift cards. Knowing where your liabilities stand is crucial to understanding the true cash position of your restaurant. You're forced to factor in what you owe, like your gift card balance that has not yet been redeemed, or catering and banquet deposits. Checking the balance consistently can also ensure the integrity of your business by ensuring all credit card tips due are paid. By maintaining accurate liabilities in the balance sheet, 
you can show the true financial position of your business and avoid large expenses hitting the profit and loss statement all at once. At number nine is cash flow. One of the most important parts of owning a restaurant, or any small business for that matter, is understanding your cash flow. Simply put, cash flow is the amount of cash coming in versus the amount of cash going out of your business on a daily, weekly, and period basis. Cash flow indicates actual changes in cash as opposed to accounting revenues and expenses. It also takes into account what you own. Think of the inventory on your shelf and what you owe, such as bank loans. Without sufficient cash, you can't cover payroll for your staff, pay your vendors, maintain your equipment, or fund marketing campaigns to build sales. By analyzing your cash flow on a weekly basis, you can assess how your sales and the corresponding cash ebb and flow over time. This will allow you to plan for seasonal times when cash reserves may be an issue. Fluctuating inventory values may come to light, emphasizing the need to tighten up your purchasing procedures. Thanks for joining us this week on the Tip Share, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Tip Share. Make sure to visit our website where you can view more educational content, subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again.